Give a little time for the child within you. Don't be afraid to be young and free. Undo the locks and throw away the keys and take off your shoes and socks and run you. It's Jordan, Jesse Go. I'm Jesse Thorne, America's radio sweetheart. Jordan Morris, soon to debut a new nickname for 2021. Wow, Jordan, you know it's May, don't you? Yeah, but, you know, I mean, what's time anymore, right? <laughs> That's a really good point. So I just, I just don't get to intro myself? Or... God, okay, Travis. Travis is in. here, too. Yeah, I mean, let's not fart around. From the Adventure Zone, my brother, my brother, and me, and Schmanners, Travis McElroy is here. He's a New York Times bestselling author. Many times over. Number one, number one best-selling author. Sorry, it just we we'll fix that in post. Yeah, you should really add the number, Jesse. Yeah, three time, three time. If you want to say like a three time number one <laughs> New York Times best-selling author. Okay, that would just thank you. Now, can yeah, you give uh, me that, but just a little out of breath? I'm trying to match here. It's really hard. Sorry, sorry. Hey, <laughs> I'm a three time <laughs> number one New York Times best-selling yeah. author. Really make uh, it sound like you just finished jacking off. Yeah. <laughs> uh, Jordan, what's this new nickname of yours? Well, uh, Travis, I don't know if you 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 know this about the show's lore, but um, you know one of our most beloved um, kind of ongoing references uh, happened to me when I was attending a wedding in Baltimore. I got in the cab to the mm-hmm. airport wearing shorts. It was very cold that day, and my cab driver said I looked like a real summer boy. Now, mm-hmm. okay. we kind of took that, um, you know, made it our own. Um, it really captured the imagination of the world. Would you say the world, Jesse? Would you say that the world, or yeah. like just America? I would say that. And I would say when, when we made it our own, Travis, essentially we, um, we found the cab driver. We gave him $2,500. Um, and the oh, rights, you bought the IP. Yeah, and, yeah, okay. and, and the rights to four of the Beatles songs that we owned. Um, and then Whoa. he was nice enough to let us keep Wait, some which four? Uh, Blackbird. <laughs> Who? that's a big one. Are you sure? <laughs> yeah, uh, I'm sure. Um, Octopus's Garden was one of them. Whew, that's another notable one. Okay. It is notable. And I mean, that one is particularly notable because we ha- you can't imagine what we had to do for Ringo Starr to get the rights to Octopus's Garden. I mean, peace and love doesn't even begin to describe oh, The amount of good yeah. vibes we had to mail that guy. <laughs> oh, boy. Yeah. Now tell me you tell me you held on to paperback writer. Uh, we did keep paperback writer. Uh, we ended Whew. up selling help. Wow, that's another one. That's a big. Are you sure that's on every movie soundtrack? But ever? Travis, you know, Travis, we've literally it, sold forty Summer Boy T-shirts. So yeah. okay, yeah. So who came out the winner, Travis? When you say that help is on every movie soundtrack ever, is what you mean by that that the only movie you've ever seen is Help? <laughs> yes, correct. Yeah. What what I really meant to say was it's in every commercial ever. Mm-hmm. And yet, I could not in the moment remember the word commercial. <laughs> okay. And so Good. I just went with movie. Got it. What is a commercial but a little movie that plays in the middle of a show? And tells us the story of our love affair with one of the great American brands. Sure. Okay. So, so, you know, so we took Summer Boy and we kind of made it an ethos. And, uh, you know, I think yeah. important to note that, you know, any anyone could be a Summer Boy regardless of, you know, where they identify on the gender spectrum. Yeah. 
Now, is that why you frosted your tips? Is that like a summer boy move? Oof, boy. Okay, so let's this let's let's sidebar the tips for a second because I also yeah. have a tips okay. update. Great. But I'd but I'd like to I'd like to <laughs> announce the new nickname and then uh, it, time permitting, move over to the okay. topic of tips. The tip topic. Jordan, topic once topic. we do the tips update, can I do a tricks update? Sure. Great. Oh, I'm sorry, Jesse. Tricks are for kids. Yeah. Uh, so, you know, Summer Boy came to stand for, you know, the great summertime activities. Chilling and grilling. Yeah, of course. You know, flip-flop. Sandal wearing. Sh- yeah. yeah. Cornholing. Corn, uh, cornholing all summer long. You try, Travis yeah, yeah, gets yeah. it. You understand. Yeah, I get How it. about eating chunks of watermelon? Try that on for size. Ab- oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. Absolutely. Uh, chunks of or watermelon. Slices. Um, telling people to take it sleazy, slip sliding, yeah, slip and slip and sliding. Uh, double points if you're making the slip and slide out of a garbage bag. Yeah, oh, triple yeah. points if it's a crocodile mile. Oh yeah, just watch out for the crocs. Oh yeah, <laughs> dude. I like those ones with the splash pools. So you know, so like I'm thinking about this year and kind of like goals for the year, and I was kind of thinking about the concept of summer boy and like. You know, like maybe it's maybe that is kind of what the maybe the world needs a little bit of that right now, a little bit of that spirit. Mm-hmm. But you know, like we don't like to go back to the same well on this show. We like to keep it fresh. So um, that seems exhausting. By the way, we don't do that on my brother, my brother, and me. We go back to the well over, and <laughs> over, and oh, as long as there's water in that well, we'll keep. Travis, dipping. I was of course being sarcastic. We actually live in our own well. <laughs> Yeah, <laughs> you're the baby Jessica of podcast. <laughs> Help, get us out. <laughs> We're telling the same five stories Help. over and over again. Um, so you know, I was thinking about Summer Boy, whether to bring it back, and uh, then this happened, and I thought this was noteworthy. Uh, it was my my birthday a couple weeks ago, and uh, a real thrill. I got to spend it with my family. I got to go down mm. uh, to Mom and Brad's house in Orange County. Stepdad Brad. He made ribs. Uh, yeah, yeah. Now we're talking. Dude loves to grill. That's what stepdads are for: grilling, yeah. grilling, and chilling. It's true. So we had the ribs. Uh, so I guess they made the ribs and they kind of laid it out, and we were all like, we all had our plates, and we were all about to serve. And my mom said to me, um, uh, "Jordan, uh, why don't you serve yourself first? You're the party boy." <laughs> Ooh. <laughs> Uh, so I, what do you guys think? What do you guys think of making this the year of the party boy? Are you sure that she said, Jordan, serve yourself first. You're the party boy. And not Macaulay Culkin, serve yourself first. You're the party boy. I think he was the party monster. Oh, that's true. Which I want no part of. No monsters this year. Party boy. I like it. I like it. But here's my here's my concern. My mm. only concern. Travis is going to go ahead and problematize. No, this let's for hear us. it. I'm. I'm no, let's, my, let's let's make sure this thing's airtight before we uh, set it out to sale. You see, uh, you yes. see, Jordan. When I was a young man, I was a bit of a party boy. Uh-huh, sure. <laughs> okay. Back at Cincinnati Shakespeare Company. Oh no! Back further, University oh. of Oklahoma Drama Department. Yeah. And sometimes <laughs> I would overindulge on on the right. substances, mostly mm-hmm. alcohol. And I'd yeah. vomit. <laughs> I'd vomit. And so it's hard for me not to. And maybe it's three steps away. Maybe I'm doing some A to E work. But I'm getting from party boy to vomit kid. <laughs> I don't know how I feel about that. you say that. vomit king or vomit kid? Vomit kid. Vomit the kid, you know? Can I suggest vomit comet? 
Vomit comment. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Well, maybe, Jordan, if you want, I'd be willing to take this on. You can be party boy, and I will undertake the role of vomit comment. And I'll be... <laughs> party boy and the vomit comet. I'll be the Black Peter to your Santa Claus. You know, yeah. like, you can be the party boy within certain parameters, but don't party too hard, or the vomit comet will come wow. get you. <laughs> I like this. You're kind of a Krampus-type character. A kind of a yes. warning. A warning to young people who might... Um, take the party boy lifestyle too far. Travis isn't a Krampus, but he is Krampish. Well, I'm Krampish on my mom's side. (laughs) Uh Uh, Guys, uh, I kind of am feeling left out of this. Jordan, you're a party boy. Travis is a vomit comet. Um, I'm not, I mean, like, like, as in- Hearing you say that, by the way, I'm instantly regretting it. <laughs> Sorry, nickname for life. Nothing we can do about it. Yeah. No, I get it. I get it. I Change get it. your I Twitter it. handle to vomit comment. Yeah I, will. Yeah, 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 I know. I know. I've been around this block. I'm feeling like if I, you know, while I am certainly well known the world over as the king of drugs, right. um, I feel disingenuous labeling myself a party boy. You know, Jordan, you knew me in college. R- rarely did I party in college. I was too busy, I guess, playing worms in, on the on the computer in the dorm. I don't know what I was doing. Oh, a computer game, not a euphemism. Okay, great. Yeah, but I wasn't drinking. Um, so instead of party boy, I'm kind of thinking I might go hardy boy. Oh, that's pretty good. So you know, let's 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 unpack this. So if we are, you know, kind of using these nicknames as kind of like watchwords or motivators or slogans, you know, what mm-hmm. what sort of hardy boy type values are you going to be bringing into, you know, the back half of the year? Just always driving around with my brother. That sounds nice. Okay. Can I make a – might I offer something, Jesse, and you can swat it down. You can pick it up, whatever you want to do. Okay. But to fit into the kind of uh, – as as Jordan is building it, the, the ballad of party boy – Perhaps your role is like cool dad, who's like, listen, I don't want you to do drugs, but if you're gonna do it, you can do it here in my Give me your house. keys. Oh. It's okay, right? Like you're that kind of dad, just like, listen, if you're gonna get drunk, yeah, I won't be mad, but call me if you need a ride. I want you to drive safe, no mm-hmm. judgments, that kind of thing. Would this be a conversation I would be having with my fourth grader or my second grader? <laughs> I was more seeing it as like every single person listening to I the mean, show. I mean, that depends. Yeah. How cool is your fourth grader? <laughs> yeah. That is true. My four-year-old can fucking slam a brew. <laughs> if you're wondering why I'm the king of drugs, uh, I don't have a second grader. I have a first grader. Um, but, you know, Jordan, I think it was a great man who once said that, what is time anymore? Yeah, right, Jordan? Yeah, I think a great man did say that earlier in the show. Yeah. I'm just saying that if we hit our new and upgrading uh, and boosting member goal, Jesse will be on call 24-7 for every Max Fund member to give him a call if they get a little too drunk, no matter where they are in the world. Jesse will come pick them up and yep. take them home, no questions asked. I drive a Except station for wagon. where, yeah, where are you? That's the only question that will be asked. Other than that, one question asked. Yeah, I'm gonna give out my Google voice number, Jordan. Everybody's gonna have it now. No, no, I like that you can pick them up, make sure they hydrate, so important. Yeah, some orange slices. I have so much Powerade at my house. That's great. You know, yeah. so I mean, I'm ready. Like, I'll just bring the Powerade and uh, Pedialyte, and 
give everybody a ride home. I so it. I do want to, I'll, I'll modify this a little bit. And I think this kind of dad is a specific kind of dad you're talking about. And I think it would, it, I think it really could fit into our, uh, our Triforce that we're building. Um, so let's <laughs> say. That's like a laser gun from Star Trek. Uh, yeah. yeah, sure. Let's do that. Uh, so let's say going into the back half of this year, the party boy, the vomit comet, and now starring Jesse Thorne as Weekend Dad. Yeah. Weekend Dad's cool. Sold. He just, you know, wants to be the favorite parent. So he's going to pick you up if you have a little too much to drink, get you some Powerade, get you home safe. Now, I will say, Weekend Dad gives off a vibe of like split parents. And <laughs> like the dad gets him on the that's weekends. That's why the, that's so why the dad a, is so cool. Okay, okay, cool, cool, cool. I'm just glad we're on the same page. Yeah, gotta, I mean, gotta, I'm not go. saying I want your marriage to fall apart, Jesse, but I just want. I think you could take no. on this character. Do Do you think that I could incorporate an idea from earlier into my new weekend dad persona? I mean, I mentioned that my main conception of being a hardy boy is that I would drive around with my brother in the car. Right. Yeah. Do you think when I do these pickups, my brother could come? Uh, because, you know, my youngest brother, Brendan, I think he could bring a lot to the table in this. Uh, I'd have to swing by his house and pick him up in San Francisco on the way to whatever part of the world I'm giving people a ride home from. But what weekend dad doesn't need an Uncle Bubba? Yeah, you need a, you need, if I will, uh, and I yeah. will, a fun uncle or funkle, mm-hmm. as I prefer to be called yeah. in my life, right? So it'll be Weekend Dad and Funkle. <laughs> yeah, Funkle Bubba. Yeah, Funkle Bubba. This, I mean, mm-hmm. look out, Avengers. There's a new team on the block. Yeah. Look yeah. out, Zack Snyder's Justice League. Look out, it's four old guys <laughs> who are too old to party, but like making jokes about yeah. partying. <laughs> Jordan, do you have any ways that you're thinking about applying this to your life? Yeah, I mean, I think I want to, like, take Summer Boys to the next level. I think, you know, obviously, you know, fingers crossed, the trends continue and things get better and we're we're permitted to do more things as we get to be going later in the year. But, yeah, I mean, I think I just want to take those principles of, like, chilling and grilling, maxing and relaxing. Mm-hmm. But then, you know, add an element to, like, once in a while, we just stay up and watch the sunrise, right? Yeah. Oh, I like because that. we're alive. We're fucking alive. You know. Now, if I may, I want to bring it back to the tips update yes. because that moment was so Bodhi from Point Break <laughs> that I would be remiss if I did not then bring it back to what I perceive as frosted tips. Right. Yeah. Well, we can do it. We can do it. Is it time for for tip talk? Yeah, I'm ready for tip. Just talk. the tip. What should we call this segment? Mm-hmm. Yeah, just the just tips. Just the tips. Just the tips. So I think today might be the last day of my weird fucking quarantine hair. I think I, I, think I can moly. squeeze in a haircut tomorrow, all vaxxed, all immune. I think I could safely enter a hair place and get my weird fucking uh, 2020 haircut. What are you going to go with? Yeah, what are you thinking about? <sighs> Boy... Just shave the sides, leave the top. Jordan. Yeah, I know. Yes. I know. Don't be a coward. <laughs> uh, I mean, I think I just want to cut off the dread. So for for people who don't know, what's happened is that, like, you know, my hair's getting longer, but also I've been, like, swimming in an outdoor chlorinated pool. So, like, things have turned, like, the hair has turned, like, blonde and dread 
Dread E. I'm keeping a little list of what people say I look like. Um, would you guys like to hear it? Yeah, sure. Yeah. I wa- I was going to say there's a little bit of like you're in the basement late one night doing a science experiment. You happen to have your hand on the switch and then into the capsule uh, wandered uh, the shaggy dog from the shaggy dog <laughs> movies. I'll put that on the list. Travis, do you, do you have anything or do you want to? I'm stick with Bodie. No, you know what? Here's here's what, if I'm being honest, you look like one of Bodie's buddies. Yeah. It's definitely That's not making it through the movie. Yeah. I have to say, yeah, like, before we get too far down this list, which I'm sure will include many hilarious burns, uh, I am on record as thinking that the tips look great. Every time I see the tips, I'm shocked at how great I think they look. Uh, and I like the I like the long hair look. It's a, it's a little wild. It's unkempt. But it gives yeah. you chill dude vibes. I it's like nice it. It's nice of you to say. Thank you. You look as young as you did when I first met you a decade ago. And that's not a joke. As I remember I first saw you, we were recording some stuff for uh, upcoming graphic novel promotion stuff. And I saw you and I thought, you, you're you one of the few people to come out of quarantine looking younger than they went in. That's, oh, that's because I uh, found a, a dumpster full of placentas. Yeah. <laughs> Just on a little walk one day uh, down by the medical plaza, found an unlocked dumpster, <laughs> stuck my head in, placentas. Yeah. Oh, that's why I heard you scream from across the country, placentas ahoy, which I thought was weird. Yeah, you have a little placenta scramble in the morning. You can throw a bell pepper in there <laughs> and then like some egg whites. And uh, yeah, you got yourself a healthy yeah. protein fueled breakfast that'll uh, kick you out of quarantine looking younger than when you went in. We're streaming this. The only reason I mention this is because we're streaming this to Facebook right now since it's Max Fun Drive and everything. Yes. Um, but right next to your eye there, there's just a little placenta there. Oh, gosh. Oh, my gosh. Yeah, it just, you so got a little So but... embarrassed. Did I get it? Oh, no, it Did looks it? That, it, that part looks three years younger than the rest of your face. <laughs> yeah. It's amazing. Um, so here's here's my favorite what people say I look like, and I'll I'll credit them when I can remember them. Uh, our buddy mm-hmm. Sarah Morgan, uh, Encino mm-hmm. Man. Mm-hmm. Um, yeah, 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 yeah. This is. Uh, I, I mean, hold on, Jordan. I don't mean to be rude here. Encino Man, notably handsome. Yeah, I mean it's sure. Yeah. I mean I'll I'll uh, I'll I'll take it. I think he was he yeah. was probably easily cinema's most fuckable caveman, right? <laughs> <laughs> Almost certainly. Well, now hold on. Let's not rush it. <laughs> Let's not. Assign. Give me a moment. Ringo Starr. Ringo Starr in Caveman, of course. Yeah. Yeah. Oh, there's the Geico Caveman. <laughs> the Geico Caveman, very fuckable. So I guess Nick Kroll a- in the Geico Caveman sitcom. Uh-huh. Uh, so we have Encino Man, uh, Drea Clark. When we were recording our uh, Boco for this year's Pledge Drive, said Point Break goon, like you, Travis said, like one yeah, of the yeah. random goons in Point Break. Jordan, I just want to mention that there is literally not one member of the clan of the cave bear that I would not fuck. Go ahead. <laughs> well, okay. Maybe uh, maybe I'll just uh, take this caveman thing and run with it. I have another one. You look like Tom Hanks in Castaway if he shaved the beard but kept his castaway <laughs> hair. He found some way to shave but not cut his hair. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Uh, let's see. Oh, our buddy Mark Gagliardi. Mark Gagliardi from the We Got This Show says, Lifeguard who lets you go down the water slide head first. <laughs> these That's are all good like. things jordan every single one of these is good and uh and also uh also from the uh, we got this podcast how lublin added yahoo semi-serious <laughs> <laughs> and uh, i've been saying uh, warp tour roadie or uh 
anime character that's powering up. There is a certain quality of, I mean, I think you wear it extraordinarily well, but there is a certain quality of like, on a golf course, there's like a little like utility shed, you know, where they keep the the shovels and stuff like that. And, but it's kind of rickety and, and made of sort of mismatched wood planks and so on and so forth. And there is a quality to you of a guy who stumbles out of that in a cloud of smoke. Because <laughs> I'm getting baked. Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. You know, as far as vibes go, there's worse ones, I guess. That's a pretty good vibe. Are you just gonna are you gonna take it down to the take it down to the skin, Mr. Clean style, start anew? Yeah. No, I think I'll just say I think I'll just go in there and say take take two inches off and uh, call, call me in the morning. morning. <laughs> Swallow my hair and call me in the morning. <laughs> you know, I, I I've recently had my hair, went platinum with yeah. my hair. Uh took it fairly silver there at the end. Um I like it, I think. <laughs> I always said, Travis, that you were the Jane Mansfield of the McElroy family. Hey, thank you so much. That means a lot to me. <laughs> um, when I wake up in the morning, my hair is the appropriate shade and must look, but <laughs> I look like I'm wearing an Andy Warhol wig. <laughs> like, without fail. It's, it's upsetting how much it both looks like Andy Warhol and looks fake. <laughs> Travis, I would love it if you had a full Andy Warhol lifestyle. I think you I know, gotta right? start moving friends into your warehouse. That's number right. one. You're gonna need to get a warehouse, but move your friends into your warehouse. Travis is really Warholing it out here. Yeah, yeah, uh, boy. <laughs> He's this not is... lying. <laughs> Go on, keep talking, I'm listening. And then I think at the end of every day you take a banker's box and you sweep uh -huh. everything that's on your desk into the banker's box and put it in the vault for the Andy Warhol Foundation to deal with later. In this case, the Travis McElroy Foundation. Do I have to have talent in this scenario? I mean, how much talent did Warhol really have? Right, he painted a can. It was mostly chutzpah, wouldn't you say? Sure, a businessman, uh, he had an eye for trends. Oh, also you yeah. should probably get Lou Reed involved somehow, Travis, do you think you could get Lou Reed involved? How do I keep him from getting involved? You know what I mean? Guy won't leave me alone. Story of my life. Uh, Teresa uh. lose in Cincinnati again. He says uh. he's here on business. <laughs> uh, but speak. So Travis, you you I mean you have several lifestyles that you could uh, you know kind of ping pong to. There's Warhol, but before we started recording, you told us that you've been blacksmithing lately. This is correct. You know, uh, <laughs> let me move my hair out of my face now. The fact is, Jordan and Jesse, as you guys well know, this is not a forever career. Podcasting is not. We've got maybe one or two years left. Yeah, if that. Yeah. There's a ceiling. Before podcasting if burns that. out, right? There's going to be a new wave of podcasters who come in here unboxing blind bags. <laughs> In an audio-only right. format, yeah. pushing us out, you know. Who knows what members of the cast of News Radio may eclipse us next? <laughs> oh my God, tell me about it, right? Actually, but, I'm fine if it's Dave Foley. I think yeah, that's the only one that I'm that. okay with. I mean, Jordan, you wouldn't listen to the Tierney cast? Yeah, I mean, how does she feel about vaccinations? <laughs> yeah, <laughs> I'd like to know. <laughs> I hope she's ambivalent <laughs> at best. Um, and so I have, uh, I started taking a blacksmithing class. Whoa. Uh, because it's something I, you know, it, I'm your basic quarantiner. <laughs> uh, I've gone through a lot of different hobbies. 
uh, over the last year. I, I started with sourdough baking, like everybody. I've done some gardening. I learned knitting, uh, all the things. And now that I am vaccinated, uh, I wanted to continue the, the hobby learning outside of it. And I started watching ugh, Forged in Fire, which I now know as an amateur blacksmith is like is so like not cool right it's like oh you said okay yeah that's how you found out about black we wait i guess it. i don't i i'm vaguely aware that this is a show but i don't really know what happens on it can you describe it on forged in fire there are four contestants and they are given a set amount of time to make a knife and then that knife in the first round right it, whoever just fucks up the most of those first four gets booted Later. and then they like sharpen it and they put on their handle and then there's like tests where they like you bang it against stuff or cut stuff with it or whatever the thing is right and who whichever two do the best then go back to their home forge to like make a full-blown sword and then once again, they come back, it's tested, and whoever does best wins $10,000. And that final test, that's a fight to the death. I mean, listen, they cut up a lot of ballistics dummies <laughs> and, like, uh, full-on pork carcasses. So, yes, in a way, except nobody really dies. Um, it's a sort of sword rocky situation. Is that what you're describing? Exactly. Like a, so it, is, it is very clearly that they realize very early on, like, we can't just, like, bang it against something and go, pretty sharp that we gotta like come up with some creative way so it'll be like we're gonna smash it against this pinball machine wow. to see how the brain and it's just like i don't think that's how you <laughs> test knives but can i ask you guys a question mm. rocky yeah. one would be worse if there were swords but what about the sequels i feel like like the one with the east german superman if that had swords it'd probably yeah, be pretty it might good be a right? step up or at least uh you know a lateral move certainly yeah if the Rocky movies had progressed like the Fast and the Furious series, there would have been a point where Rocky, with his fists, would have fought like a full-blown ninja with a sword. And there would have come a point where Rocky would have punched the sword and it would have bounced off his fist. And, like, it would have been, like, a whole, like, that would have been the big moment, like, <gasps> he's the one, right? And that would have turned into a whole nother thing. Oh, man, now I want that. Rocky Seven is is Rocky with a sword and shield, and Apollo Creed with a trident and a net. <laughs> Fuck, that sounds cool. I know, really sounds great. Carl Weathers, call me. And then R Ten is just Rocky v God. Rocky just punching God in the face. <laughs> yes. <laughs> Directed by yeah. Bernard Herzog. <laughs> I don't know. I, I don't hate it. <laughs> the movie is five minutes long. <laughs> And no dialogue. Yeah, I mean, I can't sit here and tell you that as a guy who really enjoyed the movie Rocky Balboa, in which uh, a computer simulation inspired a 57-year-old Rocky to get back in the ring, that I would not watch Werner Herzog's Rocky, Rocky versus God. <laughs> of course you would. This is what I'm saying is, what if, okay, guys, I just had a genius idea. Okay. This is how we're going to make our millions, right? Yeah. This is it. Maybe even billions, Right. We're going to buy one. We have to buy the Rocky franchise. So I'm going to need you guys to sell a couple more Beatles songs. Okay. <laughs> yeah, We're going to buy the rights to the Rocky franchise. How many do we franchise. got left? <laughs> uh, tanks running low. We only got the weird ones left. Well, they're all George Harrison ones. Yeah. Um, so, and, and please don't at me. Wild My Guitar Gently Weeps is my favorite Beatles song. He was the sensitive one, Travis. He yes, was the sensitive I know. one. I know. I know. Travis, so. we actually, I sold all our Beatles songs. All that's left is Ringo Starr and his all-star band. 
Ah, damn it. Did you at least get some magic beans out of it, Jesse? So. <laughs> Got a few magic beans. Oh, I have the weird Paul McCartney song he wrote for Destiny, if that's... Okay. Uh, Excellent. All I've got is these helpful. Wings songs. Okay. <laughs> yeah, now, Wings is pretty good. <laughs> we're going to buy the Rocky franchise. Okay. And then what we're going to do is we're going to treat it like the Assassin's Creed games, where mm. it's going to be just Rocky over and over again, but in different time periods, mm. fighting. And now it's like Rocky the Shit. Gladiator. And now it's like Rocky the night and now it's like Rocky the Space Ranger or whatever and it's just Rocky again and again just set in different time periods over and over and over again and we will make millions and millions of dollars I'm ready for it yeah I mean I think I would love to really just follow Assassin's Creed one for one and have an installment where Rocky uh, punches the false pope (laughs) hell yeah this is what I'm saying right how much do you want to watch like Medici Rocky yeah I do I want to watch that I want to see Rocky beat up the false pope that is in line with aliens. Ugh, those, those games are confusing. Uh, that's, it gets weird there, but to have a series where Rocky is getting special inventions given to him by Leonardo da Vinci, like how great that is that? Rules. You know what I mean? Like, Pirate Rocky. Pirate Rocky's going to be great. Pirate Rocky. This yeah. is what I'm saying. Can I move down this line with you, Jordan, and suggest what about a movie where Rocky plays Sekiro? <gasps> that guy's no coward. Sure, yeah, <laughs> Now Rocky where he just plays Sekiro. the game and we watch over his sho- we watch over his shoulder as Rocky plays the game Sekiro. <laughs> yeah. Twitch is big, you know. I'm trying to get good at parrying. Yeah, okay. We could probably get it a lot cheaper now and think about it. we just make this a live stream. You're right, Jesse. This is just a live stream now of Rocky playing different video games. It's him yeah. playing Assassin's Creed and Sekiro and maybe Demon Souls, but it gets too scary yeah. for him. Rocky's yeah. I think he could do a clean speed run of Mario too. There's me, Rocky. I'm gonna be doing a timed run of Ocarina <laughs> Time. <laughs> I ran out of Duke Nuts. Wait a minute, where did Travis go? How did the real Rocky get here? Oh, sorry, I got lost in the character. Oh, I went too deep. This is like a Jim Carrey man on the moon situation. I mean, Jordan, this guy, this guy must have gone, I, I've known Travis a long time, but I didn't know he had this kind of talent. He must have, he must have gone to the University of Oklahoma's theater department. I did, sir. Second oldest theater department in America. Wow. So, Travis, Story what are you theory. hoping to smith? Or what have you already smithed, I guess I should say? Well, uh, so I just made a pair of bracelets for Teresa and I. Oh, that's nice. Um, and I just did that. Like, I, I went in on my free time and did that outside of class because it was a project I We had. should explain, Travis. Teresa is my wife. Teresa is my wife. Aura, <laughs> uh, did you see Rocky before you came in? <laughs> It, it a me, Rocky. <laughs> I don't. I've never seen. I've never seen uh, Rocky or Borat. Um, I I've made a couple S hooks. Uh, I've made a couple like lawn decorations that are kind of like metal flowers, cool. uh, and spirals and stuff. Um, eventually, I want to get to a point where I'm making pretty like simple letter opener knives, and then I I want to sell them and donate the proceeds to charity. That is my eventual hope. Mm. Like a charity for indigent Smiths. Yeah, to support Smiths who have just lost the spark. Oh, you know, that's what we yeah. call it. You know, uh-huh. the the burned out forge is is the name of the organization. It's really wonderful, and it just helps impotent Smiths. <laughs> 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 that's the thing. Impotence is really big in the Smithing community. We don't talk about it enough. Jordan, I know it's I know it's Max Fun Drive, and we should be telling people to go to maximumfund.org/slash/join. But I also have. 
uh, a charity that I just started. Oh. It's for uh, indigent coopers, um, and it gives them barrel. It gives them straps so they can wear their barrels over their shoulders. Oh, oh that's Beautiful. nice. Yeah, yeah. Mm. Since they lost their clothes yeah. in the Great Depression. <laughs> no, yeah, no, I get it, I get it, I get it. Yeah, thanks, Draft. Travis, are you are you going to graduate to weapons at any point? So the place that I'm taking a class offers a knife class, and I'm kind of debating between that and like then just moving up to the intermediate like metalworking, which one I want to do next. But at this point, I'm I'm really enjoying it. I have uh, if anybody listened to the new Appalachian Workshop episode of my brother, my brother and me, I have like a a bit of like a you know workshoppy kind of background. Uh, and this is my first time doing like metal work and I find it incredibly satisfying uh, and I think I'm kind of good at it. Um, and so the nice thing is the the, the uh, shop where I've been taking the classes is very near my house. And he like once you take like two classes, you can basically just like use it as studio time. And so I can like keep working there without having to buy all my own equipment and everything, which is very nice. Uh, and Travis, just... I'm gonna go ahead and encourage you to buy all your own equipment. Uh, that would be fucking amazing. Uh, if you had uh, an entire set of blacksmithing fires. Oh, Jesse, that's so funny. You're not encouraging me, Jesse. You need to encourage my wife, Teresa, uh-huh. to allow me to buy a 3,000 degree forge <laughs> and put it anywhere near my house. <laughs> And, and and to note, my four-year-old and 16-month-old daughters who can't stop touching everything, let's just put it anywhere near them. Travis, the kids are in the forge again. Oh. Oh. Get the kids out of the forge. She keeps putting the white-hot metal in her mouth. <laughs> who knows where that's been? I did the other day. I looked away for like two seconds, and uh, my, my 16-month-old had wandered into a bathroom. And I followed her in, and she had lifted up the toilet seat and was just, like, reaching inside the toilet bowl and looked at me and just went, potty! And I was like, yes, no, what are you, stop! What are you doing? (laughs) It's your own fault for keeping the Fig Newtons in there. I know. Well, I don't want her to get them. (laughs) Daddy's figgies. (laughs) (laughs) That's the only indulgence I have, Jesse. You say that you're going to go take a dump, and then you just sit in the bathroom and eat Fig Newtons. Yeah. I still dump too, though. Nice. To be fair, I do both. I don't have time yeah. to both dump and eat fake Newtons. I'm blacksmithing and podcasting. No, you're come right. on. Two birds with one stone. Guys, if this Max Fun drive uh, doesn't go well, I'm shutting down Max Fun and starting a new business. It's called Daddy's Famous Figgies. Um, <laughs> it's sort of like Paul Newman's uh, Fig Newton competitor, only instead of the profits going to charity, they go to uh, me. I'm dad. Mm, yeah, this. sure. You know, here's the best thing is you could just probably buy and then repackage Fig Newtons and no one could tell the difference. Mm. No one's going to be like, this is the same as a Fig Newton. They expect that's how a Newton tastes. That's what a fig cookie tastes like. Well, I don't know. Somebody might take a bite and they think it, they might think it's a cookie when in fact it's fruit and cake. cake. Great movie. That's uh, fair. That's uh... <laughs> I get yeah. it. It's a callback. <laughs> it's one of those callbacks that guys are famous We're having for. fun. Let's take a break. We'll be back in just a second on Jordan Jessica.
It's Jordan, Jesse Go. I'm Jesse Thorne, America's radio sweetheart. Jordan Morris, boy detective. Travis McElroy, vomit comet. Yeah, there he yeah. is. He is. He is. It's Max Fun Drive time. This is the uh, 11 days a year that we ask for your support. Maximum Fun, of course, is supported by members. Jordan's wearing his Max Fun Drive t-shirt right now. He's And he's popping his collar. Look at that. Jordan is popping his collar. He doesn't care. If there's better at getting cheddar, it remains to be seen, as the great Jay-Z once said. Um, <laughs> I had no idea he said he meant Jordan when he yeah, was saying about that. Me. Yeah, he I had was no referring idea. to Jordan. Most of Jay-Z's lyrics are about Jordan. Um, yeah. And they have been since since uh, volume one. I mean, the, basically his entire career. Not reasonable doubt. That was stuff that Jay-Z remembered from, from his own, you know, adolescence and stuff. But uh, after that, um, Big Pimpin', the whole nine yards. We were uh, married for a brief period in the early 2000s. Yeah, that's what Beyonce was mad about in the elevator. I had no idea that Jay-Z wrote Whole Nine Yards about mm-hmm. Jordan. That's yeah. incredible. Yeah. I love that movie. Yeah, he did. Yeah, he um, and he also wrote The Longest Yard, both the original oh. and the new version. Jay-Z wrote those about, about Jordan. It's incredible. Well, the original was actually written by Jazzo, Jay-Z's mentor, but Jay-Z had made a lot of contributions mm. at the time. Ah. He was still fast rapping back then. Um, okay. <laughs> Jordan, why do we even have a Max Fun drive? What is this for? So Max Fun is listener supported. Uh, that means uh, that you know none of the podcasts are behind a paywall. They're all you know free for anybody to try, and that the uh, money that goes into making the shows, that goes into paying the hosts, paying the producers, paying the hosting, paying for microphones, that sort of thing. All of that money comes from listeners who like the network and value it and want to support it. Um, you know, kind of like a public radio, kind of like a Patreon, kind of like these sorts of things. Uh, there's different membership levels you can pledge at. Um but yeah, if you if you've never done it before, uh, for just five bucks a month, uh, you can make sure all of the Max Fun shows uh, keep coming to you, uh, hard and fast, hot and spicy, just like you like them. And uh, sure. yeah, and there's a lot of cool uh, there's a lot of cool stuff you can get for your troubles. Coolest of all, I would say that anybody who pledges uh, every year uh, gets over 200 hours of bonus content. So if you want to uh, kick us a couple of bucks to uh, keep these shows going, um, yeah, there's a bunch of bonus content that's just for donors. And if you're you know thinking about a road trip or something this summer, uh, it, it'll it'll keep you company. We've talked about our recent bonus content where we uh, watched the Burt Reynolds classic Malone with Drea Clark. And in this case, we want to clarify that uh, classic means not classic. Yes. <laughs> classic Old. means movie. Um, yeah. Yeah, we had a great time watching that with her. Uh, Travis, uh, uh, what do you have coming down the pipe uh, bonus content-wise for all your shows? Uh, well, I'll tell you my favorite one, and that is uh, for the Adventure Zone. We did uh, a one-off adventure that was run by Justin, but written well. by his six-year-old daughter, Charlie. And it's fucking terrifying and bonkers and wild and so good. Like, there are, there are elements of it where I was so impressed and worried for Justin's safety because he was under the same roof as Charlie. It's wonderful. There's a lot of spiders in that, right? Isn't there? I believe there's somewhere between 99 and 101 spiders. There is a part 
where a, a a creature is described that is half Oreo cookie, half <laughs> octopus, and they're called Mario Brothers. <laughs> it's upsetting, but it's great. Uh, so, you know, five bucks a month, you can get all these kind of like weird, fun, crazy, you know, off format shows that the hosts like to record. Over 200 hours of the stuff. But if you, if you want to kick in 10 bucks a month, 20 bucks a month. Uh, there's all sorts of cool gifts you can get. Uh, Ten bucks a month uh, gets you the pins, which I think people really, really love. This is like maybe the last year for pins for a while, Jesse. Did I hear that right? We'll see. We'll see. We'll see if this is. Look, at some point these pins got a sunset, but people are bananas about these pins. And you know what? The honest truth is this: every year with these pins, uh, we've raised about a hundred thousand dollars for charity. Uh, and we'd hate to we'd hate to lose that hundred thousand dollars for charity. These pins are really something special. Ours is uh, herbal tea calm man themed. Yes, these are enamel pins designed by uh, the great Megan Lincott. Uh, each show has a different pin with a different you know reference or inside joke or a logo for the show, something like that. Ours is a cup of tea that says yummy. Uh, Travis, do you interview shows have pins that you are particularly stoked about? Yeah, the the my brother, my brother one and me one is a shrimp cocktail. It says boat beauties that I right. like a lot, <laughs> and, and then the <laughs> then the uh, Shanner's one is some ducks in a row because we've been doing a kind of series on idioms and talking about the origin of them and everything like that. And it's just super cute. It's just some ducks in a row, and it's really cute. Yeah, get those ducks in a row, folks. Maximumfun.org/slash/join. Here's the thing: there's a lot of gifts, there's a lot of bonus content, there's a lot of stuff you get. Uh, but the most important thing you get is uh, you get this show every week. Um, this is how we keep the lights on at Jordan Jesse Go. This is how all of Maximum Fund's shows pay their bills. So don't think of it as like uh, buying neat stuff. That neat stuff is neat, and we're grateful to be able to give it to Maximum Fund's members. Uh, but really, you're enabling the production of this show on a week-to-week basis. This really is how we do things you know we we strictly limit the advertising and that doesn't that doesn't pay the bills um you know we sell a few t-shirts here and there that doesn't pay the bills the touring doesn't pay the bills what pays the bills will be your private dancer your dancer for money (laughs) but that doesn't pay the bills yeah so what really does pay the bills is the is the thousands and thousands of people who are members of max fund who um you know kick us five bucks a month um, the, the big thing is participating in this, like being part of it and, uh, supporting this, you know, there's a lot of folks out there, especially this year who really, truly aren't able to become members of Max Fun. And if you are able to, you're the one who's making it so that they can continue to listen to all these shows for free. Can I say along those lines, Jesse, the, the thing that has been just like warming my heart this year is... You can also gift memberships because there are lots of people out there who uh, think of it like kind of like a scholarship, right? Have like put their name in to say like, hey, I'd love to be a maximum member, but I'm not able to this year. I can't afford it. Uh, And then there are people who are basically gifting subscriptions to folks out there who want to be members but can't. And I've seen some people like tweeting like, thank you to whoever donated my membership. I'm so excited to be able to listen. And like seeing that over and over again and knowing that that is more than supporting us. I feel like that is like part of what makes the Max Fund community what it is, is that idea that there are people out there who are like, aren't they're not doing that for a reward. They're doing that because there's someone out there who isn't able to participate 
and they want to make that possible to them. And that kind of thing, it, it's, it, it is a connection that I think is, is very, very special to us and to Max Fun and seeing people go out of their way to make that kind of thing happen for other people makes me feel very nice. So thank you to everybody who's been doing that. And if that's something you would like to consider doing, if you have, I mean, 60 bucks, right? If you have a extra 60 bucks sitting around and it's okay if you don't, we understand. But if you do and you want to donate a, a membership to somebody maximumfund.org slash join click on uh, gift and then just select to give it to an anonymous person and you can make somebody's max fund dreams come true i think you're right travis that this is the kind of thing that is special in the max fund community and it's why i think the tyranny cast really has no shot <laughs> oh man i hope you're right We've got the Tyranny cast. We've got more of Tyranny in our sights right now. Um, the gifted actor, both dramatic and comic. Um, uh, the beautiful, charismatic, cancer survivor, Maura Tierney. Um, we're going to crush we're her. We're going to take her out. Yeah, we're just going to destroy her like a paper cup under our foot at a high school football game. Um, and that's, that's well, really we can't what... do that without your help. Help yeah. us crush Maura Tierney. <laughs> Let's take down tyranny. Maximumfund.org slash join. We'll be back in just a second on Jordan Jesse Go. It's Jordan Jesse Go. I'm Jesse Thorne, America's radio sweetheart. Jordan Morris, boy detective slash party boy. Travis McRoy, top three McRoy brother. I think that's true. I mean, and I can't promise it. You're easily better than Gibson. Yeah. Oh. Listen, I I know where I stand. You know what I mean? I think it's yeah, I'm I'm comfortably third. You know what I mean? And I'm I'm fine with that. It's a good third. It's a solid third. If I ever move down to fourth, trouble. <laughs> There's trouble brewing, you know what I mean? I would like to know that there is a fourth McElroy brother who's just you, the 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 three of you have just aced that fourth McElroy out. Like you don't mention him. Uh, he doesn't get on any of the shows. He has his own podcast, but you guys don't ever plug it. Um, that's that's what I'm imagining here for Gibby. I I I just want to say I'm actually kind of flattered that you would think that there would be another McRoy sibling out there and we wouldn't be trying to make money off of them. <laughs> That's really nice of you. You do have a like family farm type operation. It is a real like everybody pitch in. Yeah, right. Yeah. Except for Gibby, he's busy reading his manga. <laughs> Gibby, he don't gotta come to chores. Every morning oh, at Paul. six. Charlie McElroy's out there slopping the RSS feeds. Mm -hmm. <laughs> yep. <laughs> Gotta keep them slopped. Uh, when something momentous happens to you, we ask you to call us at 206-984-4FUN or send us a voice memo at jjgo at maximumfun.org. Here is one of those people who have done that uh, and called us for our segment, Momentous Occasions, which begins now. Hey, Brian, Sunny D., uh, Jordan, Jesse, beautiful guest. This is Beck from Minnesota calling in with a momentous occasion. Um, I am calling from my teeny tiny hometown where almost nothing happens ever. 
But we just had someone new roll into town because I was just at the three-way stop with my mom on our little main street downtown when a car drove by that has never been seen before here in town. And I know it has never been seen before because I am pretty sure I would remember an old black hatchback with what looked to be acrylic paint all around the entirety of the vehicle, like just a children's third grade painting assignment. There were hearts and some stars and flowers all over it. And the best part were just in big words, in all caps, just freehand painted along the side of the car. It said, make love in traffic with four exclamation points. My mom was appalled and I was loving it. And I got a glimpse of the person driving who was fully wearing an ascot of some kind and some huge ass glasses. I am so thrilled that this person is here in town now. So wish me luck in finding them and introducing myself so we can fall madly in love. (laughs) Love you guys. Uh, Get dressed every day and make love in traffic. Yeah, love you too. Um... You know, I'm confused, Jordan. I thought they said Burning Man was going to be virtual this year. No, yeah, apparently uh, it's happening at this three-way stop. Great place to make love and traffic, huh? At the uh, three-way stop, huh? Yeah. Yeah. Beck, you have to get out of there. You're not safe. Beck, this is a trap. Imagine how powerful and important you feel if you're at the fourth part of that intersection, the part that doesn't have to stop. Oh, my God. You're just just fucking flipping the double bird out to all those fucking idiots who have to stop <laughs> i i had a similar run-in with a perplexing piece of text recently um and i want to see what you guys make of this i was uh standing in line outside of a health center to get my to get my vaccination thrilled to be mm-hmm. there very excited to be da, we huh? get it we get it Jordan. i just love it yeah. we get it <laughs> and so, you know, we're standing there and then, you know, you just you hear this you hear a yelling. You hear someone yelling, "Don't get the shot. Don't get the shot." And like everybody tenses up because like, "Well, what the fuck is going to happen now? Oh, like man. what's going to happen?" And then a man rides by, uh a shirtless man on a bike. He is yelling, "Don't get the shot." And he is holding a sign that says, I'm on a diet. I don't eat pussy. (laughs) What? Just a lot of messaging there. There's a lot of confused messaging. I mean, I think I think ultimately what he's trying to do is is just kind of curry broad based favor. Everybody loves an avowed non-pussy eater. <laughs> like, at the end of the day, if you want to make friends, talk about how much pussy you don't eat. Yeah, I mean, and yeah, I guess this guy this guy is just defining himself by what he doesn't believe in, though, you know? And I think right. that's a mistake sometimes. Uh, while I, I was at a flea market today and I was buying some old hammers to polish up and use in my blacksmithing... Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Uh, here in it was uh, rural Cincinnati. It was outside of uh, this core Cincinnati area. Travis, I was doing this same thing this morning, but for my hobby, you know, I'm a cooper or barrel maker, and I was buying some old bungholes. Oh, what you got to buy them old, mm-hmm. right? Because yeah. then they're already pre-soaked and pre-expanded. I polish them up. Um, yeah, yeah, got to polish your bunghole. 
And so then, as you might imagine, there was a lot of, uh, let's say, Trump adjacent to Trump specific <laughs> memorabilia. All right, all right. <laughs> and I saw a mask, and that mask said, This mask is as effective as Biden. And the thing about that, I know what they're going for right. contextually because of the rest of the stuff that was around there. But there is a way to read that that is an endorsement of Joe Biden. <laughs> like, it's like, hey, the mask works, sure. so does Biden. Not bad. Not bad, guy. And, yeah, I mean, maybe that is a way to kind of reach that community, you know, and get them to wear masks is that if we can just put, like, anti-snowflake slogans on masks and then, right. you know, ship them out. Um, to those types, I mean, maybe you can, you know, maybe if the, you know, mask said something like, um, it's Mr. Potato Head to me. Right. Or I wear this mask so I don't accidentally eat pussy. Right. <laughs> right? Like, so, There's a like lot that. of times when you'll just accidentally eat pussy. You'll just trip. <laughs> <laughs> Could we maybe cancel masks? Do you think that Oh, I like oh, that. Oh, yeah. You know, I saw on CNN that they said masks were out. Mm -hmm. Not really, folks. Guys, we've solved this. <laughs> Hooray, just we in time. <laughs> Let's take another call. Hi, Jordan, Jesse, and Jean-Luc Picard. Fictional character. Not a real person. Day, I was uh, down by the river, and I uh, was just waiting in the water, doing a river survey, as you do. And I found what looks like to be a 20-year-old floppy disk labeled videos. Um, I'm terrified to see what's on this disk, but I'm excited at the prospects. Have a great day, I guess. God. Okay. Here's the thing. Do you think that this person, I'm willing to bet that the assumption that it is 20 years old is simply because it is a floppy right. disk, right? I don't think that there is a defining detail on there where you're like, ah, the serial number lets you know, like from sight, that this, also, caller, what do you have to play that floppy disk yeah, on? Just maybe go to like an elementary school computer lab, maybe? Yeah. Do they still have? <laughs> that seems possible. Maybe they're using netbooks. I don't know. Maybe they're using the screens and Teslas. Are you worried about the three seconds of video you're able to store on a floppy <laughs> right. disk? You're not gonna like. You're not gonna see too much on there, if anything. Ten seconds of a bare naked ladies video. <sighs> Man, <laughs> the thing that I'm wondering here, and I feel like I probably speak for the entire audience, is like, is this a three and a half inch or a five and a quarter? Like, great question. Let's get right. our terms settled. This is. This is embarrassing that we don't know this yet. Um, and I'm going to need to know the density. Is it double density, high density, like single density? Great Travis, question. I, uh, Travis, you have your hand raised. How can I help you? Didn't there used to be like really large floppy disks? Because you had what what I used to think of as hard disk, right? Which were like the little guys that had the metal thing that slid over. That's your three, and, that's your three and a half inch disk, yeah. Okay, great. And then there were floppy disks, yeah. right? That were like square. But then I thought there was like a bigger size that yeah. was like record. Yeah, size. there's gigantic. Yeah? There's gigantic ones. I don't. Th they're like as big as like uh uh. They're like as big as like a seventy eight. Like they're not as big as an LP, uh. Yeah. But they're significantly bigger than uh the five and a quarter. My dad had a. My dad's like best buddy from high school became a computer designer and designed the first portable computer. 
this computer called an Osborne One, and it was the size of a big-ish suitcase, like a pretty big suitcase. Like you could carry it. It had a strap, and it closed up like clamshell style. And it had a screen that was about the size of a five and a quarter inch floppy disk, one color screen. My dad used that computer well into the 1990s. I mean, I'm talking about he used that computer until 1996-ish, uh, and it took the it took the smaller size floppy disk, the the flop, the one that was flippy flappy but wasn't that huge, the five and a quarter. So I don't know what you put the gigantic one into. Like, no, was that like backwards compatible with punch cards or something? I have no idea, but on a much different note, but applicable to this uh, caller, when I was about 12, maybe 13, I used to take uh, just some blank CDs from the burnable CD stack that was always next to my home computer for some reason, and I would just write, like, pornography on them and then just leave them around That's in the park. Fun. And I thought that was so That's funny. Fun. I like, too, that someone would actually just label their pornography pornography. You don't want to get it confused or something yeah. else. <laughs> you want to be very clear yeah. with your labeling. I can't. I can only speak for myself. I have never written pornography on my pornography. Though I every single time, if I have like a CDR or whatever, I just write not pornography. Yeah, it's a good way to trick people. See, I. Yeah. I used to just write Gross Point Blank soundtrack on it. <laughs> but then when I wanted to listen to the Gross Point Blank soundtrack, and it ended up being pornography, and I was like, oh man. Uh, yeah. uh, every time. Now I feel like a blister in the yeah. sun. It's really going to freak out someone who wants to listen to two special songs. <laughs> <laughs> we'll be back in just a second on Jordan Jesse Go. It's Jordan Jesse Go. I'm Jesse Thorne, America's radio sweetheart. Jordan Morris, boy detective party boy. Travis McElroy, top three vomit comet. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> Yes. Two two other vomit comments that people love. They help, they're always arguing about what their favorite one is. Well, that's the thing. We're we're often uh, just switching those first right. three spots a lot, depending on like how we do on any given day. A lot of people playing fuck Mary kill with the three vomit comments. Well, it depends <laughs> on it depends on which rankings right. you check. You know what I mean? Because there's the public opinion. There's just pure stats. Right, and then there's like pure stats adjusted for overall inflation of time. You know what I mean? So are we talking about like the top three ever, the top three current? There's a lot, lot of asterisks. No matter what way you slice it, data is beautiful. I think we can all agree. Yeah, it's true. Thank you, Jordan. And you know who the real heroes are? Single mothers, firefighters, (laughs) firefighting single mothers. (laughs) I don't even know how the single mothers got lit on fire, but I'm against it. Yeah, me too. And yeah. I say we put them out. Put out those moms. Yeah. You know who I like? Single mother fighters. They're out there fighting every day, right. those single yeah. mothers. Yeah. Now, are they fighting single mothers or are they single mothers who fight? We don't <laughs> know and we're afraid to ask. So, Either way, let's get them in net and a trident yes. and get started. <laughs> all, those, all those brave single mothers, Sonia, Chung Lee, <laughs> Katana. <laughs> <laughs> Uh, this is the kind of great stuff that you support when you go to MaximumFun.org slash join. The kind of unimpeachably solid mm-hmm. material that has no holes in it, makes perfect sense, and is insightful, fresh, and funny. There are levels for anyone from $5 a month on up. And uh, look, here's the thing. We've been doing this a long time. Jordan, Jesse, go. We're coming up on our 75th anniversary. 
and I'm proud. I'm proud of the run that we've had. Oh, well, I'm not proud of all the work we've done. <laughs> I am proud of all the work we've done. Does that make sense, mm-hmm. Jordan? Yeah, I, I hear you. We've, we've worked hard with mixed results. And uh, I, I'm proud that we've done that over however much time it really has been. I mean, what are we on, 13 years, 14 yeah, years, something it's, like it's that? Yeah, it's a while. And I, I think that the reason this show has been going on as long as it has is because it is listener-supported. If um, a giant company that was bought by venture capitalists was relying on this show to produce income, uh, we would be SOL. Yeah, <laughs> this show would no longer exist. But yeah, but just because, you know, because we have the listener-supported model, like shows like this one that have a relatively small but enthusiastic audience can continue. And it's really cool to, like, not have to worry about whatever pleasing some executives who bought the company it's just great that you know we make this show for the listeners and if uh they like nonsense riffs about waluigi and the same five stories reshuffled every week then that's what they're getting yeah i once in a while somebody will say something to me about uh jordan jesse go being like max fun's flagship show <laughs> And I'm like, if Jordan Jesse Go is Max Fun's flagship show, it's like the raft uh, that Huck Finn builds to float down the mighty Mississippi, <laughs> like bound together with twine. Yeah, this is uh, this is the kind of show that can really only exist uh, with member support. Look, Maximum Fun has popular shows. Don't get me wrong; uh, Travis hosts several of them. Um, we have other huge shows. Jordan Jesse Go, we make this show for you, the person who for some reason likes it. <laughs> and <laughs> you can be a part of making sure that it continues to exist. That should be, by the way, the new slogan for Jordan Jesse Go should be, Jordan Jesse Go, is this anything? <laughs> I mean, honestly, not a bad idea, Travis. <laughs> I'm not opposed to it. <laughs> I mean, I think like last week on the show, I did establish that my main standard is, uh, do you like this? Because I can tell you didn't like what I was doing before. (laughs) And I'm willing to try something else if this doesn't work. If you want shows like this to continue to exist, go to MaximumFun.org slash join. And when I say that, I'm not just talking about uh, shows with alienatingly weird comedy styles. I'm talking about the new shows that we've created and uh, supported in their creation at Maximum Fun. Shows like John Moe's show, Depression Mode, and Fanti, which we launched last year and, and won uh, Best of iTunes. Um, we're talking about all kinds of shows. Um, and, and we only start these little shows. Like One of the things I'm most proud about about Maximum Fun is that because we're member supported, these smaller shows can continue to exist. We're not there to, you know, drop the axe on them and uh, have them hit the road. Um, and that is something that would not be the case if our company was owned by Scripps or Amazon or Spotify or whatever. Can I can I make a point to that to that point? Yeah, because I've been thinking about this. A Please, lot. Travis. People listening, and, and if you're watching, think about a TV show that you loved, right? That didn't find huge commercial success, but had a small and really committed audience base. And that show got canceled after one, maybe two seasons because like the people who are just thinking about it in terms of advertising 
right? Like they they didn't see a worth to it, right? Imagine if there was a TV network that was able to say like, hey, this is we're not trying to find the next like huge big smash hit show. If you like this show, you can keep it on the air yourself just by saying that you like it, right? That that is what Max Fun is doing in podcast form. The shows on here, we don't have, you know, these huge blockbuster smash hit audiences, but our shows stay on the network because we know they matter to you and because you tell us they matter to you. And I think if there was more content like that, if that was a model that existed throughout more and more of different forms of media, I think overall the quality of media would be a lot fucking better. Yeah, I I also think this is a perfect time for for us to mention that we are uh, going to do a podcast of season two of Happy Endings. So, <laughs> oh my um, god, don't even don't even tease me with that, Jesse. I would love that. Are you kidding me? If you want to hear new episodes of Pushing Daisies, they're right here at MaximumFun.org. Maximum Fun, home of the community movie. <laughs> I want to do new episodes of The Class uh, with Jason Ritter. Oh, Fucking yeah. love that show. Underappreciated. The great Jason Ritter. Wonderful. Charming man. Very funny. Uh, all you have to do to support Maximum Fun in this show and whatever other sh- Max Fun shows you listen to, go to MaximumFun.org slash join. Um, it's very easy to sign up. We'll ask you what Max Fun shows you listen to and split the money that you send every month between those shows. It's a pretty straightforward model, and it's actually kind of it's kind of amazing that it works, but it does. Um, and I'm very proud that we do things this way. I'm proud of Jordan Jesse Go, despite the fact uh, that we, you know, we talk a little mess about ourselves every once in a while. But I'm I'm proud of this show. I think we add something to the world that um, is is of value to some people there are some people to whom this show is of value and if you're one of those people go to maximumfund.org slash join and join us we're well on our way uh to our membership goal uh for this drive which is twenty eight thousand members i think we can do it go to maximumfund.org slash join and join us there it's Jordan Jesse Go. I'm Jesse Thorne, America's radio sweetheart. Jordan Morris, boy detective. Travis McRoy, vomit comet. Now, Travis, we were talking about how special this show is, um, how special it is to our listeners and the members of Maximum Fun how remarkable and distinctive it is. Um, One of the things that makes it so special is that we're full of ideas and don't just do the same thing we started doing 15 years ago on the show. Uh And uh, that applies to segments too. Uh, We have lots of segments that our listeners love that we thought of by doing hard work. And uh, this call is an example of one of those segments. Hey, Jordan, Jesse, and guests. I'm going to say Tony Shalhoub, TV's Monk. Close. I wish. Calling in for your segment, Cemetery Dildos. Uh, It finally happened. I was out walking in the cemetery slash arboretum near my house here in Delaware, Ohio. And I saw a sun-faded pink dildo. Uh, nestled in a tuft of winter grass near a family mausoleum. Don't know if it was abandoned there or 
if it was buried with somebody and worked its way up to the surface, but it was there, free range, sanitary dildo. Uh, I'd say about eight inches, not spectacular in girth. Thanks, guys. Love you. Um, oh, and Jordan, uh, the local bookstore in Columbus, Ohio, is the book loft, and I will be pre-ordering Bubble there shortly. That's why the Victorians would sometimes, uh, uh, a grave site would have a little bell at the top with a string right. going down into the coffin. That was so that the dildo could uh, ring the bell if it accidentally got buried. <laughs> Can I, I also just love that the other side of that, though, is not just that it wormed its way out, but they were like, and here we will lay Grandmama to rest. <laughs> With her favorite oh, dildo. Yeah. So she could take it to the other side with her. She, she'd cross the <laughs> <Yeah>. river Styx. <laughs> exactly. <We'd... laughs> She'll be diddling with Jesus. No. <laughs> I like that this I like that this family is Irish. I like this Irish family. <laughs> um, I have to say, of all the twists and turns that that call took, and it took many, um, I mean, we could talk about the dildo. We could certainly talk about sure. the fact that this cemetery is an arboretum. Um, but I think the biggest twist there is that he lives in Delaware, Ohio. Mm. I did not know that some states have their own states in them, uh, but I support it. Yeah, only Ohio. Yeah, we have a lot it's of It's like those. a chicken cordon bleu, but a state. Yeah. <laughs> it's got a secret little ham inside, and that ham is Delaware. <laughs> Now wait, is is the uh, cemetery slash arboretum not a common thing? Is that's a? It's do all Ohio cities have a cemetery arboretum? Here in Cincinnati, we do. Really? We got one of those. Yeah. Well, listen, you got a lot of ground, a lot of good fertilizer, <laughs> and you can grow some good trees there. That's is true. what I'm saying. Is this know? that like that like that sweet chili with the cinnamon in it? Is that is that no, what's going we on? We don't make that out of people, Jesse. Stop trying to start that. <laughs> No, you make it out of dildos. Right. That's what I'm trying to say. How does your listener know it was sun bleached and that was not its original color? <laughs> well, the guy's got a collection that he can verify it right. against. I just love the description of a sun bleached dildo nestled amongst a tuft of winter mm. grass. It sounds like like David Attenborough. <laughs> like, finally, here we see. This is the the winter dildo. As the dildos swim upstream to spawn. It has wormed its way up from Grandmama's mausoleum. How do you think the dildos know how to get to the place where they were born? That's what yeah, I Yeah, it's just know, something you know? something divine inside. They have Google Maps. Yeah, I mean, maybe, maybe they can feel the ley lines of the Earth's magnets. It's Google Maps. Guys, it's Google Maps. It's Google Every Maps. Every dildo knows. Dildos, how do they work? Every dildo has Google Maps yeah. now. It's all, it's all yeah. plugged in. It's all sending your uh, data back to Apple, it's right? All... <laughs> It's all 5G, man. Yeah. Don't get the jab. Every, every time you shove it up your ass, it sends Jeff Bezos your search history. <laughs> and vice versa. Every time you send Jeff Bezos your search history, it does go up your butt. your butt. Is the thing. It's it's weird how that works. And in both cases, it's worth it for the prostate stimulation. Well, and the recommendations, of course. The tailored recommendations. Yeah, exactly. Customers also shoved up their ass. Let's play this next call. Hey, Jordan, Jesse, and guest uh, President Joe Biden. This is Daniel calling from the grandparents' farm in Trenton, Missouri. I was uh, calling in for your famous segment, Stuff I Found at the Farm. I lost my dildo. Uh, let's see. I've been working with my wife's family to uh, get ready to move off the farm, and we decided to 
burned tax documents from 2001, several dressers and bookcases, and while digging through the garage, I found a vial full of liquid mercury, about two ounces of the old Quicksilver, and go mad as a hatter. Thank you for uh, your great work. Cheers. Get him, get him, get him. This is a good call and a good segment, but I feel like we can find better stuff on farms. Yeah. If you're out there and you're, you know, if you own a farm, if you you find yourself on a farm, if you're working on one, find some better stuff. A Quicksilver vial is pretty good. Um, but, you know, I think I think we could do skeleton. Yeah. I think someone could find a skeleton. Can I ask, perhaps what we've discovered on the farm is uh, a behavior because why is the solution to having an extra dresser burn it? Sure, yes. They do they seem to be doing some cavalier burning. Perhaps there might be, and I'm just throwing this out here, someone on earth who might <laughs> want that dresser. Is it possible that maybe the dresser was like haunted in some way or bewitched? Well, all dressers are haunted. Of course, I Jordan. Just, just, it's not a bureau. Come on. Try to get from the benefit of the doubt here. Yeah, what do you think this is, Jordan? A fucking secretary? Give me a break. Come on, dude. A Davenport? No, that's no. nothing. You're thinking Grow of up. a sideboard, Jordan. Yeah, I probably That's am. what's not haunted. We're talking about dressers here. A credenza, Jordan? <laughs> <laughs> Go fuck yourself. Fucking Jordan. She doesn't even fucking know a fucking credenza. This Jesus fucking Christ. Fucking asshole. If you're on a farm, what have you found on the farm? 206-9844-FUN. JJ, go at MaximumFun.org. I just feel like piece of a blimp is out there. Like, I can almost taste it. Yeah. You know what I mean? Crashed Chinese space station. Hoffa. Fucking turning. You're tilling those fields. Fucking find that that fucking blimp, okay? And here, no matter what, don't sell your minerals. There's going to be a government man. He's oh, going to come around. He's going to offer you money Here for your minerals. Go. Don't do it. No. Nope. Don't do it. it. Like, you could get so much more for them. Yeah. I'm saying this as a West Virginia born and raised resident. Do not sell your minerals. That's how they get yeah. you. Don't sell the mineral rights. Uh, Jordan. I sold the mineral rights to Jordan Jesse Go so we could God buy the it. Ringo Starr and his all-star band catalog. Yeah. All right. Well, I would like if you had consulted with me first. I mean, some yeah. of that boron is mine, but... <laughs> Jesse? <laughs> that mineral? Yeah. I've known you for a decade now. What did I tell you the first time I met you? What did I say? First words out of my mouth were... I'm on a diet. I don't eat pussy. <laughs> no, that, no, Jordan, that was the second thing I said. The first thing I said was, don't sell don't your sell minerals. minerals. Then I said, and also... <laughs> and also, I'm on a diet. Oh, I don't know. <laughs> we'll be back in just a second on Jordan, Jesse, go. It's Jordan, Jesse Go. I'm Jesse Thorne, America's radio sweetheart. Jordan Morris, boy detective. Travis McElroy, party boy. <laughs> hey, honestly, sounds better coming he out of you. He didn't say it. Yeah. And it was it there. It was on better. the table. It fits I... better. You can have it. I'll be Vomit Comet or Weekend Dad or Chumbawamba or... <laughs> Chumba Dad or Wumba Chumba Boy. Dad. Little wonky. I don't know. Who cares? Here's the thing, Jordan, that doesn't that doesn't sit well with me about Weekend Dad. 
It's Father's Day every day, Jordan. Mm. 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 Wait, Not it just is on weekends. Yeah. Oh. Well, mostly on that one day in June or whatever. Yeah. But right. To a lesser extent, the other days. Man. So that's just going to be fucking 365 trips to Outback. <laughs> yeah, no rules. For their famous hot my... lava cake. <laughs> no rules except mom's driving home. I don't know how long onion season lasts. I don't know if they're a perennial or yeah. not, but uh, I'll certainly be there while they're still blooming. Yeah, 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 yeah. You don't want to eat one of those when it's out of season. <laughs> no. Ooh. Ooh. Yeah, those alliums. Uh, Travis, it's been a delight to have you on the program. Thank you for uh, being here. Thanks for being part of Maximum Fun. Thanks to everybody out there who's become a member, uh, upgraded their membership, bumped their membership. Everybody who is already a member, you're all our heroes, and you're the reason that we can have this weird, bizarro job where we have these microphones in our house. And uh, Travis has some soundproofing, it looks like. Mostly so I don't wake my children up. I scream a lot. I get very loud. And I don't want to <laughs> wake up my children. This whole thing is very weird that we get to do this. And I, I know that I'm, I'm very grateful. It's been, a, it's been a real fucking tough year. And um, I'm, I'm really grateful that I have this job where I get to do this and uh, see my friends that I love and um, do stupid jokes and pay my mortgage so thanks everybody for for being a member of maximum fun you're you're totally a hero yeah it's uh it's awesome and it's great so great to to make something for cool people as opposed to just making something for an audience that you either know nothing about or dislike so yeah, yeah. it's uh <laughs> really re- really cool that max fun is such they're such cool people and they you know stick up for such cool causes and are just generally people you would want to hang out with and uh yeah and and not not least of which is because that they um you know kick kick these shows a little bit of money even if they don't have to so yeah it's uh it's awesome and this is this show is such a pleasure to do um it's such a pleasure to do it's just so much fun and uh yeah i'm so glad we get to do it because people donate it's awesome yeah i think that's a really good like i this in this year in this shit pile of a year I have had a couple of brushes with, um, like, normal fame, non-Max Fun fame. I had a tweet that went hyper-viral, and I had a bullseye interview that made, like, national news in the UK. And both of those experiences were so fucking horrible. (laughs) I was like, this is the worst thing in history. Can I please go back to entertaining the 12 people who like Jordan Jessica? Because that is the life that I choose. I have no interest in whatever is beyond that. I'm so grateful that there are people who show up for Jordan Jesse Go and like it, uh, that they become members of Maximum Fun and enable me to buy food for my children. And all things beyond that horizon are just dragons. Like, there be dragons past there. So thank you to everybody who has made it so that at no point do we have to have a former cast member of News Radio type podcast. Um, We can do this special weird thing for the people who like it. They support it. It means a lot. And at the end of the day, what really matters, like if you look at all the things in the world, you know, like a lot of people, I've I've reevaluated a lot of things about my life. And like what really matters is that we destroy, like absolutely destroy Maura Tierney. Yeah, into the ground. 
below the ground. I mean, I think we should literally send her to live with the devil in hell. Yeah. Mm. Okay. She's done some good work over her career. <laughs> yeah. Look, Maura Tierney's done a lot of great work. I, I mean, and I bet I bet a nice person, but probably yeah, really nice. She's really, really I've really met cool. her. She's really nice. She's super nice. She was she was wonderful and have you seen the movie Diggers? No. That uh uh, yeah, I think uh, one of the guys from the state, Ken Marino, maybe uh, wrote that movie. Uh, maybe even directed it, too. Anyway, really nice sort of dramedy about coastal New England, small coastal New England town. And Maura Tierney is really amazing in it. And to me, that's part of why I think that she should um, go to hell and live with the devil. <laughs> Just stay in her lane. You know what I mean? Stay in your lane, Maura Tierney. Yeah, your lane is on the highway to hell. To the devil's house, uh, bring your bring your binky and your blank blank because you're gonna live in the devil's house with the devil, Maura Tierney. That's how much we're gonna crush you. She has both a binky and a blank blank. The blank blank is a blanket. The yeah, yeah, binky yeah, is yeah, what yeah. She no, calls no, no. it. We got that. <laughs> pacifier. Some people call it a pacifier, passy. Um. Anyway. I'm so glad that we have your support, everyone who's gone to MaximumFun.org slash join and helped us destroy Maura Tierney, the kind and talented, very funny, very beautiful Maura Tierney. Our producer, Brian Sandy <laughs> Fernandez. <laughs> you can hashtag it on Twitter, hashtag JJGo. You can find us on Reddit at MaximumFun.reddit.com. You can find us on Facebook, where we have lately been uh, live streaming these shows. I mean, I'm not, look, it's experimental. We remain in beta in a beta phase. Uh, and I'm going to be honest, Jordan, I think no matter how good we get with the technology, we're going to stay in a beta phase, if you know what I'm talking about. <laughs> yeah, I do. Just a bunch of cucks. <laughs> no chads here. Of, no, just a bunch of fucking cucks. Um, our theme music is Love You by The Free Design, courtesy of The Free Design and Light in the Attic records look if you haven't checked out travis's podcasts come on what are you what are you doing here you might as well move to hell to live with the devil and maura tierney uh check out my brother my brother and me uh a bad advice show that's so hilarious check out the adventure zone uh where uh they play dungeons and dragons with their dad correct uh just started just started a new season Check out uh, Schmanners with uh, Travis and my wife Teresa. Mm-hmm. They are—they're uh, so wonderful. Um, as as Justin once told me, everyone likes Travis more when Teresa's around. God damn, um, that's true. Apt, apt. Teresa is so lovely and charming. She's just the perfect person to host a show uh, about manners in the mannerly. So check out those shows, and if you're not already a member, go to maximumfun.org/join. Uh, we're not really going to crush Maura Tierney. She she basically crushes herself. Yeah. With quality? I I don't know. I kind of lost the thread. Yeah, it's we'll okay. talk to you next time on <laughs> Jordan Jesse Go. MaximumFun.org. Comedy and culture. Artist owned. Audience supported.